0: Here's an example of a problem with a square root in it. Those are always interesting. And the product rule here is useful. We could also just rewrite it. And the point I want to make about the product rule, you might recall from some of the problems we've done, it doesn't necessarily seem to make the problem that much shorter. But it is going to be something that we need in the future when we combine it with another technique that we're definitely going to need. So this is one, just a little bit of practice before we get to that. And um, two, a way to use it, use something else if it's difficult to rewrite something. So if I have y equals three square roots of x minus four x plus one, and I'm multiplying that by five x minus four, I have my first function times my second. You could call it a and b or one and two with multiplication in between. And I want to find y prime. So y prime equals, I'm going to differentiate the first one first. So the derivative of 3 square roots of x. we got to rewrite that, right? 3x to the 1 half power. So I have 3x to the 1 half power. When I differentiate that, I get 3 halves, 3 times a half, x to the 1 half minus 2 halves, minus 4 plus 0. Then I'm going to multiply that by the second one left alone, 5x minus 4. Then I'm going to say plus. Leave the first one alone, 3x to the one-half minus 4x plus 1. Now differentiate the second. Derivative of 5x minus 4 is 5. Now it's a matter of simplifying, which I think in a lot of ways is the hardest part for these kinds of problems. Y prime equals... Now, first of all, I have 3x... 3 halves x to the negative a half power. Minus 4. Multiplied by 5x minus 4. Then I have plus... Can I go ahead and do this distribution? 5 goes into each term. So I have 5 times 3 is 15x to the positive half minus 20x plus 5. So now, unfortunately, I need to FOIL on the top. So when I do that, I have y prime equals... 5x times 3 halves x to the negative 1 half. So 5 times 3 halves, 15 halves. x to the negative 1 half times x to the 1 is x to the negative 1 half plus 2 halves. So it's x to the negative 1 half plus 2 halves, which is going to be x to the positive 1 half in the next step. Then I have, uh, that was first, then I'm going to do the outer ones. 3 halves times negative 4 is minus... 6, 3 halves times 4, 2 goes into 4 twice, 2 times 3 is 6. x to the negative 1 half power. Inner terms, negative 4 times 5x, I have negative 20x. And negative 4 times negative 4 is plus 16. So now this is x to the 1 half power, and underneath it I have 15x to the 1 half power that I can write. So I'm going to put 15x to the 1 half power underneath. And then I have minus 20x. I had another minus 20x right here, so I'm going to put the second one underneath there. And then I have plus 5. So I'm doing this for two reasons. One is because I'm limited on my horizontal space in this situation. But also I want to be able to line up my like terms. Now the only thing that I don't have um, two of is the x to the negative one-half term. So that one stays alone. Now I have x to the 1 half and x to the 1 half. So I have 15 halves plus 15. So 15 is equal to 30 halves. So I have 30 halves plus 15 halves, 45 halves. 15 top and bottom by 2, 30 halves. 30 halves plus 15 halves is 45 halves. Then I have x to the 1 half power. Then I have minus 6 on top And the x to the negative one-half means 1 over x to the positive one-half power. Then I have minus 20x and negative 20x, negative 40x, and then plus 21. So you could write this as the square root of x. And... um, I would especially do that probably if it were me because the, answer, the question was given with a square root x. So we often write our answers in the same form they're given to us. So y prime equals 45 halves times the square root of x minus 6 over the square root of x minus 40x plus 21. Now, some books and some people will want you to rationalize the denominator here. Multiply top and bottom by the square root of x. So you could do that as well. And this term would be negative six square roots of x on top over x on the bottom. And then everything else could stay the same. But usually, the answer above with the square root of x in the denominator is usually okay. But if you're not finding your answer, double-check and see if it's because somebody rationalized the denominator on one or more of your terms. So this problem used the square root of x, and so it was a little more complicated that way. But I just want to point out again that the product rule is the same as always. The derivative of the first thing times the second left alone plus the derivative of the second one times the first. And I just always write the first one, second one, first one, second one, and then I differentiate whichever one I'm on, the, dif- the derivative, whichever one I'm supposed to differentiate. So the derivative of A times B, A times the derivative of B. And when I simplify, I get my answer.